1: Hello, Internet. This is Chase Redshirt-King Wassenaar. I'm a free agent, head coach, and analyst, as well as a contributor at Slingshot Esports. And welcome to the 11th edition of our World Championship Team-by-Team Preview Podcast. There's a lot of quality League of Legends to go around, and we have been breaking down as much of it as possible. We are continuing this series through Group C. If you missed... H2K and AHQ yesterday, go check that out, as well as all of the teams from Group B and Group A. But we are here to talk about a team that has an incredibly rabid fan base and an incredibly rabid group of haters. It is one of the most polarizing teams from a polarizing region, despite the fact that no one cares about them outside of like five weeks of the year. (laughs) <laughs> and that is INTZ Esports. And I am joined by my co-host and good friend Walter Siete Spetchuk to give us the scoop on why people have such strong emotions about this. So so let's let's start there, Walter. How how are you feeling? And how, how much did social media f- before for and against INTZ corrupt you in your research? So with your intro there,
0: I thought you were like going into TSM here for a second, like polarizing region, <laughs> polarizing team. I was like, I'm not ready to do TSM today. I get there's a T in the name, but like, no,
1: we're doing INTZ. And then, yeah, then you took me for a loop. We're like, oh, Brazil. Okay, good. Yeah. Of that's course, what I'm ready the TSM for. fan thought it was TSM. Oh, every, it's not always about you, Walter. Everything. It's not always. We've got to talk about Brazil because Brazil loves their region and everyone else <laughs> hates Brazilians loving their region. I love it. uh, Please talk about it. I love it. It's a polarizing. I I love it.
0: I love it. I love the fact that the Brazilian fans are so rabid in their love for their region, in their love for their teams. Uh, You know, I've been watching the the Legends Rising series that that Riot has done, mm-hmm. and between last year and this year, I think the best videos are the ones about the Brazilians, or mm-hmm. about BRTT and about Revolta. One, because I don't know as much about them, and I also, I kind of feel the same way about the um, the LMS ones and, and the Chinese ones, um, just because like, it's more information I didn't know, like, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Like, I can only hear about Wild Turtles, Pentakill, and his first professional game in the LCS so many times before I'm like, yeah, even as a TSM fan, like, enough already, mm-hmm. we get it. But talk to me about BRTT. Talk to me about Revolta. Talk to me about Choway. Like, tell me all these stories that I know nothing about. And uh, INTZ is one of them. And they've really grown on me in the research that I've done. Um, unfortunately, Albus Knox Luna has my heart because they're Eastern European. Sorry, INTZ. But... Brazil has been a region that I have, on occasion, like, during the day, have clicked in and been like, oh, cool, like, Brazil's on. Let's mm-hmm. take a look at it. Like, what are they doing? And, uh, and yeah, like, it's an interesting region. It's uh, it, it had the first lawsuit filed against Riot Games with the whole uh, loop pain debacle. It just, I mean... There's been multiple things that have happened there that you're like,
1: okay. I think Brazil in general has a lot of things going on <laughs> over there right now. I, I heard a stat the other day that there are more people revolting in Brazil now than everywhere else in the world combined. That's, that's where that country is, so they need some hype here. Let them enjoy it, people. This is what they have right now. Their, yeah. their 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 country has a corrupt leader who's being investigated, whose second in command is being investigated on other charges, whose co- you know, congress is more than 70% uh, being investigated on corruption charges. Let them enjoy their team. See, I don't I don't want to talk about the geopolitical climate of Brazil. No, that is I don't I don't either. So let's revolta. So, so, so let, let's talk Stop. let's let's start with this point though because they're the Thing you get from all these people that get hard on Brazil because there are some Brazilian fans and Brazilian coaches, or whatever else, that will say Brazil is so good that they deserve an automatic spot to worlds. They deserve to have one, just like Taiwan has two, and all the other power regions have three. And they have been able to send a team every time there has been an international wild card. Brazil keeps performing to this level. When you looked at this wild card tournament, Walter. Do you believe that there is a gap between Brazil and the west of these wildcard regions? Or is this one of those things that ends up getting caught up in the hype train that naturally comes with a fan base as passionate as Brazilians are about everything?
0: I don't think there's a gap in the talent Uh, I think the gap that there is in the infrastructure around them has decreased dramatically, especially over this last year. I think Turkey's caught up. I think the CIS has caught up, and they've probably always kind of been even with them just because they're sort of an attachment to Europe, and they sort Mm -hmm. of have, you know, they have Russian money. That's what it comes down to. The Russians don't invest in the the EU LCS. Uh, Now the Gambit left. They invest in their own scene. Turkey, the same exact thing. Uh, Japan we just saw this past year has exploded and while they didn't perform very well at the the wildcard tournament they still did admirably and they're catching up in their development we saw the Latin American teams in Lyon and even though Chaos Latin Gamers is, is is not a good team but they just keep dominating the Latin America South region again we're seeing that their infrastructure is starting to catch up so when we talk about the gap shrinking it's not shrinking between the West and Korea it's shrinking among all of these wildcard regions. And even though Brazil has been able to consistently send teams, it's not like they're sending the same team. It's mm-hmm. not like INTZ has been the same team that's been going for the past three years. And it's like, this coach is like, yeah, like, come on, we crush our region. like Give us some real competition. No, it's a very competitive region. And they take their, their, their voraciousness that they have for things such as football, for mm-hmm. football, soccer, for you Stupid American pigs. And they they have brought it to League of Legends. Yes, and that's staying in here. Yeah. They brought it to League of Legends. Their live shows, when they do all of the cosplaying, it's very cool. Even when you extend out past League of Legends, and you go and you look at Counter-Strike, they now have two of the top 20 teams in the world in Counter-Strike with the now SK, former Luminosity, and Immortals. Mm-hmm. You look at Smite. Smite, their Smite teams are very good. They've started building out this esports infrastructure and have been rather successful among lesser regions and constantly poke the bears of the larger regions and go, hey, like, hey, North America, your best Counter Strike team is actually from Brazil. How does that make you feel? <laughs> hey, hey, CLG, guess who's a better AD carry than Double Lift? His name's BRTT and he just proposed to his girlfriend in front of like 300,000
1: people, which, which may have been the best record. moment. Ever. Absolutely was among the – it's got to be top three of the best Absolutely. world moments of all time. Absolutely. And also I, I appreciate there that that is the second meta reference we have made on this podcast uh, over the course of the series. We really need to have a tick in the bottom left counter how many <laughs> sef- <laughs> self-referential re- things we make because that – and yes, we're keeping it in. will only matter to us. It's beautiful. <laughs> but, you know, so, that, so that's the region. Let's talk about this team because INTZ is a team that, if you followed Brazil, it's always been a team that seems to trip at the last hurdle. They're almost as good as pain gaming. They're almost as good as cacao. They're almost as good as you know some of these other teams that have made it through the Keyed Stars. You know all these different teams that have at one point or another represented Brazil in some meaningful way, and they've always gotten in their own way. So. What is it about this version of the team that sets them apart and makes them a team that is deserving of this world spot?
0: It has been the return and the evolution of their jungler, Revolta. Mm-hmm. He has been widely regarded as one of the best junglers in Brazil. He has a very aggressive in-your-face play style that if we want to bring it into regular region comparisons, he's a guy like a Carsa or a Peanut. Where he wants to get into the enemy jungle. He wants to push the enemy jungler off his camps. He wants to seal things. He wants to get into the enemy lanes and get ganks off and get counter ganks. And he is by far the best jungler that Brazil has. Um, And, you know, he took some time off and he came back to the team. And the team just looks much stronger with him in it. With the ability that he's able to have in influencing the course of the map. Uh, the other thing that really ha- helped them at the international wildcard tournament was the continued improvement of their top laner, Yang. Yang was, if we want to talk about guys that are kind of impact esque, if we look at Yang, he was a, a revelation mm. on NAR. He styled on kids. He was able to, again, exert a lot of pressure and influence from the top lane. Revolta and him have a very good. Uh, cohesion when they do go into 2v2s, and he tries very hard to get Yang ahead because they understand that he is really their primary key to being successful uh, getting into team fights. Because once you build up this advantage, split pushing, you give the enemy team a choice. It's either ignore the split pusher and let him take buildings while you attempt to 4v4 and maybe TP in and try and get a 5v4 for a couple seconds. Or you send everyone in the kitchen sink up at that top laner and you give up objectives across the rest of the map to the four-man squad. And INTZ really has capitalized on that over the course of not only the Lowell winter season, uh, mm-hmm. because the Southern Hemisphere is in winter while we're in summer. There you go. There's your geography lesson of the day. <laughs> and during the International Wild Card Tournament. Uh, so really, it's really revolved around those two. Uh, the rest of the team has, has again, just gotten consistently better as the course of the season has gone on uh talkers has has turned himself into a pretty pretty solid mid laner one that i'm excited to see how he does against someone like a westor or a ryu uh because he has a lot of talent but he has a little bit of trouble executing on that talent in the course of a team fight in the course of macro decision making 1v1 he's I'm not going to say he's as good as them, but he has a lot of talent. He is very good <laughs> as a laner, and he actually tends to fall more on the Ryu scale of things where he's going to be more passive. He's more about, okay, you can push that in. I'm going to try and bait you in, and all of a sudden is on top of you, and oh, look, I have first blood. Uh, you know, things like that. Uh, the bot lane, Macau, solid. Very consistent again. Wants to play back in the lane, let you push in. Just get his farm, uh, which allows Jockster to go roam a lot. And and Jockster is really a catalyst along with Revolta that they can use. He's exceptional at getting vision control in. In relative to the international wildcard regions and his own region, uh, really establishes good map control through vision, through denying vision. He likes to roam around quite a bit with Revolta, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're getting these two man gangs, uh, gangs at you know. Level 4, level 5, he loves to roam up into the mid lane when uh, Macau is pretty safe under his his tower, farming away and freezing, you know, just before you get to river, right at that opening of the lane. And uh, yeah, they really like to revolve around this sort of pressure that their top, their jungle, and their support really
1: give them. Yeah, that's been their key to victory, is making sure that the three-man roaming squad, you could say, uh, especially when Yang is playing something like that Shen that ultimately won them the spot. I have never seen yes. a player single-handedly will a team to victory quite like that. <laughs> it was just one of those things where it didn't matter what was going on with the rest of the team, and he was like, get, yeah. get on my back. I am Shen. I will save you all. That's what my ult literally does. I will taunt up four people at once because I am not losing this game. I am going. Exactly. I am going to Worlds and you know it's it's great to see you know revolta's intelligence really getting uh noted in that regard you know that they're making those smarter plays but now we have to get into the part that we always hate to get to when we talk about wild card teams which is that there are a reason that they are a wild card team and the biggest criticism of INTZ coming out from brazilian fans and non-brazilian fans alike is that their macro play is lacking in terms of capitalizing on enemy mistakes and making the most important decision possible uh, to take the most important objective available. So, Walter, what can you see? You know, if, if you're INTZ's coach, you're looking at preparing this team for worlds. What are the lessons that you've learned from the international wildcard qualifier, from your game against Dark Passage? All these things that you're going to try to shore up as far as just macro decision-making so that you have a chance to take some games in this in this tournament.
0: You really need to tone down the aggression. It works early on because it's basically just Revolta making his decisions and between the vision that jockster, and Revolta gather, he's able to say, okay, the enemy jungler is here, I can make this play, even if it is a tad overzealous i probably won't be punished for it because i am an extremely talented jungler and i know that your jungler isn't here Mm -hmm. once you get into larger skirmishes we're talking 3v4s 4v4 even getting into full-fledged team fights they tend to be overzealous they tend to you know rely on yang coming in with a teleport from split pushing or coming in with something like a stand united and when you put that much pressure on a guy, sometimes he's a half a second late. Sometimes he's a second late. Sometimes your rotations, when you're trying to fight over a scuttle crab for some inexplicable reason in a four v three or five v three or you know three v four, three v five situation, your solo laners can't rotate to you in time. Your support can't rotate to you in time. They need to really pull back the reins when they get into more macro decision making. Probably you know from like twenty to twenty five minutes onwards, mm-hmm. and. Really play to their wind conditions. This is something that you love to bring up on our guest line. on yes. the, our guest the podcast. Wind condition, wind condition, wind condition, and it seems at times that INTZ says, "Yeah, I know that's her wind condition, but I can do this instead."
1: Yeah, there's Hello. a kill right over there,
0: right? No, like, I, right? He's by himself. There <laughs> can't be anyone sitting in that bush. Clearly, obviously, there's I have no ward there, but no one's gonna be in that bush. It's obviously not a bait from the 80 carry. Let's go, let's go. Oh, it was a trap. Crap. Yeah. I, it happens. And INTZ is a perfect example of a, a team that talent wise mm-hmm. is maybe half a step below, you know, the, the mid tier teams in the power regions. Mm-hmm. You know, they could probably talent wise match up against the liquid match up against the Unicorns of Love on talent. But it's the macro decision-making that really gives them problems, and that is where more experienced and better-practiced teams, which we look at this group, EDG, looms large, they're going to exploit every single mistake that INTZ makes, and I just don't think that INTZ can refrain from making that many mistakes.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, and that's the biggest problem here. And and some people will say, oh, but Pain Gaming took two games. And we said, you know, if their whole idea is that this, you know, wildcard regions are a step below mid tier teams, that's a sense that I believe you and I both uttered last year about Pain Gaming. And we were proven Mm -hmm. wrong. But the difference with Pain Gaming is that they had a good idea of how to macro team fight. You know, they could play to this super late game and they had an out. They had the ability to duel around certain lanes. They had an understanding of, well, if I do this, then I take X objective and do Y with it. That's how I'm going to establish my lead. And the problem that I've always had with INTZ is that they'll win a team fight. And I'll just start, like, I'm like screaming at my computer. I'm like, just take the tower. There's a free tower in the top lane right now. Just go take it. Go take Dragon. Go take Baron. Take something. For the love of God, take something. And they'll hesitate They'll take a moment, they'll pause. Do we chase after this one kill? Because we got four kills, but one guy's still left. Or do we go into, you know, do we try to clear waves here? And then by the end of it, they end up doing a little bit of some of these things, and nothing really of matter gets accomplished. I remember there was one that was the most infuriating, where they won a team fight four to one, and didn't go for a dragon ended up trying to like clear waves in mid lane which got a little bit of pressure they all went back to base and the team that just lost the team fight to them took the dragon instead I'm like how do you even do that and that's the difference between them and pain gaming is that with pain gaming we saw the talent and they had enough of a sense of the game that you felt like maybe if a team underperforms maybe if enough things break their way with INTZ, he, they will have had to have learned a lot in the last month. And it's the same things that they tripped over themselves in Brazil. It's the same things that made them trip over themselves in the seating here. But Walter, at the end of the day, where does that leave you on INTZ? I
0: think it leaves us in the same spot that we were with Pain Gaming. I think this is definitely a group where they can win a game, maybe two. Um, that would be. I think two would be a stretch. One is doable but it is a difficult task when you look at edg you look at the fact that ahq and, and h2k have some pretty aggressive carries mm-hmm. in terms of west Doran in terms of forgiven it's going to be kind of hard for them to get a lead early on and the junglers in this group are are very strong junglers too we're talking about clear love we're talking about mountain who mountain isn't ultra aggressive like yonkos or like clear love are but he's very safe, he's very consistent, he's very smart about learning jungle pass. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think Revolta is gonna be able to do enough in the early game to get this team ahead. And quite frankly, if you want us to consider Brazil up near, you know, near an LMS, near a Europe, near a North America in terms of, yeah, they deserve to be a major region, you need to win more than just one game at Worlds. Winning one game at World just goes, Okay, yeah, you got lucky. You won one of six games, twenty
1: percent. You still get an F. Like I mean, one in
0: six is still an F. They got Sorry. two
1: last year. They've they won one in two and twenty fourteen. They got two last year. Yeah. So theoretically this is the year they get three, right? That's how maths works? I you know. All memes aside, I I have this team as a ten percent chance to get out of groups because It would basically have to be AHQ beats themselves more than INTZ beats themselves and H2K has the potential mental collapse that I mentioned earlier. The only reason I give them a percentage out is because all three of the teams that I just named have problems closing out games when they're ahead or or have problems climbing back into games when they fall behind. Their macro decision-making is not... Always a hundred percent there with AHQ. It's because you don't know what Westdoor is going to do. With H2K, it's because you know Vander and Yankos whatever can psych themselves out. With INTZ, it seems like they just haven't played enough quality uh, teams to know any better. But they're going to learn pretty quickly, and it'll be interesting to oh, see yeah. how quickly they're going to learn. I don't think it's going to happen, but you know. Shout out to the fans from Brazil and shout out to you guys who listen to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, you should definitely let us know. There's a comment section on this YouTube page. And of course, the YouTube is at youtube.com with the, just search Rough Drafts Podcast. Uh, If you want to listen to the audio only version, uh, some of you guys really like having those MP3s on the go, we're here for you. Search for Rough Drafts Podcast on iTunes or go to soundcloud.com slash Drafts. And you'll find it there. There are also tons of ways to get in contact with us. The at Rough Drafts pod Twitter is the great way to do that because we are constantly checking that and we do live tweeting throughout the game. So you can tell us in real time whether we were right or wrong about any of the things that we did (laughs) as Worlds continues. And you can also, of course, contact us individually. I am at RedShirtKing on Twitter. Walter, where can the nice people at home find you?
0: You guys can find me at C80s underscore LOL. And folks, when we reach 100 subscribers on YouTube, we get our own custom URL.
1: <sighs> that is that's, – that's crazy talk right there, Walter. I'm not sure i It ready is crazy there. talk. Insanity. It's uh, – Insanity. We'll see. You lovely folks at home can get us there. And we're going to give you another reason to subscribe because later on today, we're going to break down the clear – leader of this region a team i love very much and until then goodbye internet